So tonight, what we're going to be doing, the format's going to be a little different. So if you've ever been to, an, uh, some of you have been to uh, Swipe Mike before, um, and they seem to be kind of like crazy, chaotic, a lot of hating on the microphone, which is not a problem. Dating online has been a problem. It's changed the way people date right now. So what we want to do tonight is we're going to change it up. It's not just about online dating. It's about dating in general. And we're going to set it up like a format. So we're going to ask three questions throughout the night. And we want you guys to respond and interact with us, and especially if you have a story. So we're going to have three premises that we bring up. I think these are amazing premises. But the goal is to start conversations about dating and maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, get Randy. You know? You don't know. Does anybody know what that word means? What? Drunk? No. It means being horny, people. Horny. Do the Urban Dictionary. Randy. Randy. What's up, Randy? Randy. But no, the goal is for people to have a conversation about dating and get connected. So we're going to be doing that for the premises. So we have tickets given away for the people that had the craziest stories. We have three crazy, three gifts for three people. And before I tell you what the gifts are, the judge who's here in this room, he's not secret, he's in this room, and he's having a birthday. Give it up for Brian Hudson over there. Brian Hudson is 46 years young. I'm just going to lay it out right now. He is giving up his birthday to be here with me. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. I'm going to kiss you in the mouth after the show, and Holly's got to watch. I just want to make sure that's what we do here. At, uh, I'm just kidding. That will not happen. <laughs> But Brian's going to be judging all of the shows. We have three gifts. We have a $5 gift certificate from Trade and Lore given by Janine Rose, the amazing Janine Rose. Give it up for Jean. Janine. I just want you to keep clapping for her because I want her to feel awkward. I want her to like, will you stop clapping for me? I want her to be like this. You know when you pick up a cat and the cat doesn't want to be held? I want Janine to be like that. Okay. And then the second gift that we have is we have a $50 gift certificate for date night rides. And then the third gift we have is two tickets to Magnetic Theater, any show you want to see in 2019. So those are the three gifts. So for anybody with those stories. So with with all that being said, I'd like to bring up my amazing first host. You may have seen her last two shows. You may have heard her on the podcast. Give it up for the one and only, the one that's talking to the other host. Give it up for Black Swine. Give it up for Black Swine. (laughs) Introduce yourself, girl. On the chin. Like this? Yeah, you're good. Um, Hi. So I am Black Swan, and my name is actually Haley, but he wanted me to stick with Black Swan, so we're just doing it. It's like like Batman or Spider-Man. You're like a superhero. No. No? You're not a Black Swan? That's not what I think of when I think, like, oh. it was an Instagram name that, like, just, like, stuck or something. Anyway. Okay. So I think it's a cool name. Black Swan, give it up for Black Swan. Thank you. Do Appreciate you like it? it? Haley or Black Swan? Black Swan? Yeah, or Haley. Oh, exactly, Black Swan. Right. I kind of hate Haley anyway. It sounds like a fucking annoying five year old girl, right? It's like, <laughs> Haley. Like, oh, God, it's the worst. So I'm originally from C- Cleveland, but I've been here for about six years. I know, right? Everyone loves Cleveland. They love Cleveland. That was for Cleveland. Are you serious? That's how I wrote. You didn't tell me you had sound effects. I just thought all your equipment would be breaking down again. No, it's okay. Um, so, 
So, yeah, I'm originally from Cleveland, but I've lived here about six years, and I was in a relationship for three years of that, but the rest of that has been me kind of doing the whole Asheville experience. So, yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, so I did, like, the whole, you know, I, went, I was part of this play when I first moved here, and I was super excited to kind of mingle because everybody here is, like, super artsy. Like, I thought I was hippie when I moved here, but I'm really not as much as I thought I was. And... Um, and so I go to this play, and I get invited by this couple that's, like, in an open relationship, because that's everyone's thing here, is everyone's sharing, which to me is, like, I just see it as, like, a shortage of options, and everybody has to share. Like, I don't think people would share if there were more options. Um, I really don't. Because it's just a mess. But I, like, I don't knock anything I haven't tried, so now I'm going to tell... I'm just going to do it. Just go on in. I'm Tell like, her I'm... story. This is her. Here's the first bad dating story of the night. Give it up for Black Swan. My future Swan. husband's going to be like, this bitch is, you know. Yeah, she, <laughs> I love this bitch. That's what he's no, going to say. No, no, no. Why would he's you call her bitch? Like, wow, when she, I don't know. I don't care. So... <laughs> you go, girl. So, go thanks. Um, I'm a nice bitch. So, I, so I went to this event called Hot Tub Church. I got invited by this couple. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's called, it's like the Rock Church or called Hot Tub Church? I bet you there are people in this room that know what I'm talking about. Does anybody know hot where, hot, has anybody been to Hot Tub Church? That means that all of you guys are monogamous. Yay! No, I'm just, I feel like, I feel like all the poly people know about it. Like, it's like one of those things, like it's a small town. There's a lot of people here that are like. There's doing, thousands of people in this room, so I'm pretty sure that yeah, one like, of them has been Yeah, the probability, no. Yeah. So. No, so there was a hot tub, um, and it wasn't church. But, Explain it. What's okay. going on? So th- here we get there, and like before I got there, I was like, so like, what's the deal? You know, I'm trying to f- get a feel for what to expect, because um, I'm like a baby bird in that situation. Like, I don't fucking know. I'm like innately monogamous. I'm trying to be open-minded to your shit, because this is like the thing that everyone's like. <laughs> so I'm just do- I'm doing it. So I go, and then... Um, it's exactly what I was afraid of. Like, all the dudes were kind of ugly, and, like, it was, like, older couples. And there's just, like, some guy, like, off in the distance in the tub who's, like, talking to his girlfriend. He's like, if there's anything that makes you uncomfortable, just let me know. And she's like, yeah, I kind of don't like this. And he's like, but you said you wanted to do this. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, like, already, like, it's, like, floating. Water is, like, floating up to my neck, and I'm, like, asking questions about, like, sexual health, which, like, totally wasn't appropriate because they got all offended. They were like, thou shall not talk about water communicable diseases while in the hot tub. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, so I'm, like, sitting there in the water. And I did, I, like, I did. I had the most boss moment that I know will never happen. It will never happen again. It just won't. Like, I, at one point, had two... Like, each foot was in a mouth, and I had a bottle of Jack, and it was, I was a fucking boss in that moment. Dudes, that's like getting a blowjob while smoking a cigar. Like, it is luxury. And I don't think, like, obviously I passed out because I was so dehydrated when I got out of the tub. Like, I don't realize, like, how fucking drunk I, you can get when you're just in there cooking, like, literally cooking. So, you are cooking. It's it basically your fault. But frog. it ended up backfiring because, like, you know... It was the couple and I. Is this your first time ever trying this? Ever? Yeah. Like, ever? Well, I mean, there was that time in my early 20s and, and when I was with some friends. That was band camp. That was that, that, was, that was like that my old camp. school rave days. Like, we don't even talk about that. Yeah, okay, got you. Anyway, okay, this cool. is your first time. That was a failed mission. Okay, go ahead. So what um, happened? Okay, so I'm in this, I'm in the tub, obviously. <laughs> I'm the only one with boy shorts on, and everybody else is like butt naked, and... Um, 
<laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know why I thought that those were going to, like, protect me in some weird way. They were, like, my lucky boy shorts, though. They had, like, Wonder Woman on them. They were so cute. And so um, I was in this tub, and I'm with the girlfriend and the boyfriend, and the girl leaves to go off somewhere else with somebody else. And I just didn't like my options, so I just stayed very where I was already, you know? And she kind of came back later on that night and, like, flipped a shit and was like... He showed you more, but like we didn't even do anything except for you kiss. You just kissed. I think you yeah. kissed. That was it. I, I was like, the, oh my god! I wasn't there, by the way. I'm just so know get her this. Story. In the play, I played this um, fairy that kind. Of, it's like a Slovak folklore tale. It's super dark, and um, yeah, it was super crazy. But I played the only fairy, and I like lure the prince in to save the queen or some shit. And his girlfriend played a goblin. So it was, like, fucked up, because after Hot Tub Church, she's just, like, all goblin, like, staring at me from across the stage, and I was just like, what the fuck? Because she invited me into that situation, and I was like, dude, if you would have just came to me and told me, you know, like, hey, this is making me feel a little weird, I'd be like, me too, get me the fuck out of here, you know? But instead, I'm trying to be open to your shit. So, you know, that was kind of, like, my segue into Asheville, as I was like, I was trying to ride that wave, just couldn't, it's okay, I'm, I'm not, like, I feel safer anyway, it's, like, safe. But, you know, that's, like, that's been my actual back? poly experience, huh? Did you ever go back? No. Yeah, did you ever contact them again? I mean, they always say hi to me. It's like one of those things. Like, there are a lot of people that'll be like, hey, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> hey. So give it up for Hot Tub Church. Yeah, woo! Hot Tub Church. That was really definitely, like, a different dating experience. That was a weird date, because it was, like, a double, well... Not really. It's kind of like a uh, yeah, an octagon date. That's they call it a unicorn now. Yeah. What do you mean? I what don't know. Mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Someone, it's a facilitator. Anyways, so Eugene Jones is yes. going to be accompanying us next with his amazing story that I felt like my story was too. Give stark it up of for Eugene contest. Jones, Woo! our new host. Yes. You may have seen Eugene at Magnetic Theater. He's one of the best actors, except for there's a lot of... Uh, I'm sorry, I was being an asshole there. But anyway, there's, you're an amazing actor, Eugene, so thank you for coming to and being a host of Swipe Mike. Give it up, Eugene Jones. No doubt, Woo! no doubt, no Eugene. doubt. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm Eugene. Um, so I'm a local actor um, in the actual community scene. I just graduated from Mars Hill University, which probably no one knows where that's at. because it's Mars Hill? No one knows where it's at. Straight out of Mars Hill. It's, it's, it's way up there. No yeah. one wants to go there. Um, funny <laughs> exactly. side story. I went there um, just to go to the doctor. Um, I am the only black person that was there. And I went to Bojangles there. And I realized it, how different of an experience it is to be in a rural town. And I felt like everyone was like, oh. He's different. Oh, there's a one of the. Whoa, we haven't seen those in a while. So whoa, sorry. whoa, whoa. But don't, don't, in the worst experience you have is everybody wants to touch your hair. Yeah, that's the thing, man. It's like chichia -ch 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 hair, and it's like no, it's not. It's not chichia hair. It is. Right? It? it is a nice a box top. Well, it's because my hair is very spongy, and so it, it feels like meat. Uh, like a sponge. I'm very textile, but I have self-control. Yeah, I mean, I'm more than welcome for people to touch my hair, but I'm just like, give me a notice. Teenagers at work would be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I'm like, but anyway, yeah, I'm Eugene. Um, so I guess I should segue into yeah, my story. Um, so, uh, uh, Fourth of July. Fourth of July. We're gonna. Fourth of July, 2017, Weaverville, North Carolina. Wow, really paint escape. <laughs> 
yeah, dreams were happening there. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I was dating this guy. Um, and put it on your chin. chin. Sorry, I always tell everybody, put it on your chin. So I'm it's dating this guy. He seems to be... <laughs> put it on your chin. <laughs> and say... Go ahead. I see Sorry, go ahead, you Sorry. So yeah, I'm dating this guy. He seems to be mad cool. Um, I, a little sidebar, and it's kind of serious, but it was like the first instances of me being in love with another human being. And that just doesn't happen with me. I'm just like, oh, you love me? Oh, that's weird. Please, that's gross. Get away from me. Anyway, so I'm, I'm with this guy, and it, everything seems to be really cool until the 4th of July. And <laughs> I, I, I knew his stance. And he, so to paint the scene, he is very, or paint this person, he is a very liberated Liberal? Liberal, liberated. He's very... <laughs> a liberal, liberated libertarian. Yes. <laughs> Person. Um, shit. Your shit is feeble. And... <laughs> Go ahead. You're killing me. That's your story, my table. Go ahead. Right on the chin. Um, anyway, so he really did not like the holiday at 4th of July. He's He finds it to be an evil holiday, which is founded on hate. And this, like, I mean, I get it to some extent. This country is wild. Um, yeah. we're, we are strapped into a wild ride being a US citizen. So I, I get it. But at the same time, I'm down for some fireworks. Anytime you like fireworks. Right, like a day off and good fucking food with friends. I'm like, like what's a, wrong with that? A good old PBR and some fireworks, like fire burning in the sky. I'm down for it. I'm here for anything with free beer anyway. Fireworks in sight. No, it was the wrong song. Afternoon delight. I, just <laughs> I did a really bad lyric. <laughs> sorry. Wow. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, that was... Sorry, I messed that up. Go ahead, Eugene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blow the horn. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was wrong horn. Yeah, I screwed that up. So sorry, people. Mine was for like gangster music. <laughs> so anyway, before we leave, I video chat him to just wish him happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July, whatever. Um, well, did he send you a fireworks emoji back and be like, "It's over, fireworks"? No, um, I video chatted him, and he saw me wearing a tank top that said USA, and he immediately hung up on me. He was like, "How dare you do this to me? How dare you?" I low key think it's tacky, but if you love it, I love you. Um, I I was in a fraternity, so I'm like part time douche bro. So yes, <laughs> at least he knows. At least you know. At least I'm confident about it. Yes. Um. So. That was automatically strike one. Hangs up in my face, uh, calls back, and says, you know how this makes me feel. Like, you know how I feel about this holiday. Like you're going out of your way it's to like, like that rub Kim your patriotism in his face. You're <laughs> like, ugh. Yeah, I sure. live here. It's kind of like the Kim Kardashian <laughs> meme, and I don't know if anyone has seen it. Anyway, it's Kim Kardashian like crying because that's what she normally does. She's like, <laughs> like, you know how this makes me feel. You put me in such an awkward situation. and It's, so, it's like that. Um, he's yelling at me and I mean to the best of my ability I'm trying to apologize but I mean at the same time I don't care I'm, I'm just really trying to just have a good time well the calls repeat and repeat I think the total of that day I had about 76 missed phone calls Whoa. what? actually 1776 <laughs> stop <laughs> stop <laughs> um, <laughs> 
just want to let bring that to attention. So I don't think that's it. very racially sensitive of you. Oh, sorry. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to push I anything. Wish Go ahead, Eugene. People. Go ahead. I wish the people make him apologize. Apologize to him. I'm sorry, Eugene. I'm very sorry. Thank you. I accept <laughs> your apologize. Apology. Anyway, so I get a total of 76 missed calls from him. All both. Were apologize. there voicemails or just call, like voicemails? Did they the text? Could you read the text? A voice to text? No. Okay, there. I'm sorry. <laughs> so he, it, it's basically apologies and then angered and yelling and then apologies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And we get to the actual place, and I'm on the phone probably for a good two hours of just like the whole. Fourth of July experience. Sounds like you just needed to learn how to wrap that shit up. I would have been like 20 minutes into that call and just done. Well, at the point of it all, I was like, okay, so you're going to believe what you're going to believe, and I'm going to believe what I'm going to believe, but I'm not going to change my beliefs for anyone right. else, and I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm trying to have a good time with my friends. Why, why are you trying to get in the way with it? Um, right here, you're not supportive of me. You're not supportive of what I want to do. Um, that sends him into a panic, and then he's like begging, and that's, I think that's one of my pet peeves, biggest turnoffs in some time, because I like, I, I like people that are strong, in a sense, but when you're like, please, oh, please, oh, please, no, 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 That's no, desperate, sorry. that's oh my gross. God, please, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and it was literally, it was, he just sounds like he was struggling with some mental illness. Um, Long story short, um, we no longer date. Um, really? Well, it's okay, because, that's good, though. Because, I think that leads into like kind of something that we're going to talk about, about, you know, when with online dating and especially modern day dating, do you have questions that you generally like, I have a funnel, right? Like I'm getting so many people messaging me. You're going through a funnel immediately. Like you go through the funnel. I ask you all these really weird questions and then you either make it or you don't just to avoid like being in a situation like that. But, like but you've the, been dating for three months, so I think the questions would have never. Would, I, would I don't know. I feel like I bring July. up all the the big shit right away, and I, I'm just like, "What's your deal?" And then if I like you, I like you, and if I don't, I'm like, "I'm not gonna waste my yeah, time." Yeah, you have like a, a Def- question just, list yes. like that you go through, when and dating. that brings up the first premise we're gonna bring up tonight. So yeah. the very first question we're gonna ask all of you tonight, as opposed to a story. What we want to ask is, you guys feel free to do Ellen DeGeneres and sit on the bar stools if you guys want to be comfortable. But so what we want <laughs> to do DeGeneres. is, so the first question is, Everyone thinks I'm a do you have anyway. questions? Three, five <laughs> questions. It doesn't matter. When you date someone and you go, on, you see someone online, or you meet them in person, that you always have to ask. These are the questions you go to. So I know that you have a pre qualifying questions, right, Black Swan? Pre qualifying questionnaire. Yeah, what are your three questions you ask? In order, and don't change the order. I'm just trying to make sure. Because he already knows. I I already know. I don't even need to. It's it's kids, SCDs, and weird shit I should know. Yeah, but they're not going to do the weird (laughs) shit. you got to be specific. Well, I do. I eventually break it down. I'm like, okay, like, are you in a recovery program? Like, did you just get out of a serious relationship? Because it's all about subcontext. <laughs> like, I feel like there are a lot of things that you put yourself in these weird situations, not having a full understanding of what you're getting, your, getting yourself into. And then you leave the situation feeling weird as fuck. So I just don't like doing that. And my time is valuable, and I've learned to put more value on my time. So I just I ask certain questions, and I get a feel for someone before I agree to meet them. And what about the why, why do you ask about the kid piece? Baby daddy issue, I mean, baby mama I mean, issues? I don't necessarily... Have, I honestly think it's kind of cool if someone did have a kid just because, like, I don't have any pressure. Because you already know how hard it is. You're not going to, like, 
want me to do it. You already get it done. <laughs> you already get it done and over Like, with. you know what I mean? Like, don't, like, I know it's expensive, right? Like, I don't want that. You don't want that. But, you know, <laughs> it's true. And then I get to be all, like, nurturing with someone else's kid. It's like a trial run. And I can be like, look how good I am. You know? Yeah. But, um, and the yeah. STDs thing. I, I think that if someone has an STD, they're not going to tell you. I don't no, think. I think some. I think a lot of people will. I mean, it's kind of hard to hide. I think for some people. There's what? I'm sorry. What did you say? It's kind of hard to hide. Oh yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, you could actually. You're like, keep... wow, your dick has a lot, a lot of personality, more than most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've had some situations where they smell like fish, right? But that's a whole nother story. That's for the podcast. Listen to the podcast. She tells a story about a doctor from Ecuador who... Was he even a doctor? He wasn't her doctor. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he needed to him. go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what about you, Eugene? What are your questions? What are your yeah. pre-qualifying um, questions? So I slowly... Be like, are you okay with 4th of July? You're all like damaged going into the next one. You're like, um, would this be okay? That may be a pre-qualifying <laughs> question. What's your ideals about patriotic holidays? Should we celebrate the Canadian 4th of July? Um, Independence Day, the Mexican Independence Day, you know, just pre-qualified. I don't really have any questions. Um, and <laughs> really? Nothing? Because I, I like to blame it on that I'm a Gemini. and I'm a Gemini, too. You can't blame it on that shit. That yeah, shit's not real. Impulsive. I have a mu- microphone. I, I, I can say that. Um, I, I, I don't have a lot. I say, what's your story? You yeah. Know? What, what's going on with you? What's Hopefully. in your world? Like, what's your world like? Yeah, like... Tell me about your tell me about your childhood. Where were you born? How like, soon do you go into childhood when you start talking to somebody? There's memes about this shit, so don't lie. <laughs> Maybe not that. I mean, no. Whoa. Like are you like a few drinks in and you just like open up or are you more like I try to act like everything's kosher and then one day I have a meltdown and then you ask me why and I like tell you about my family. <laughs> 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 I think it's probably on a random, it's probably like on a random day, maybe a Wednesday. I'm probably drunk, so if I'm asking about your family and I'm dating you, I'm right. probably I'm, I'm probably intoxicated. Um, I'm just like, hey, so tell me about your family. Yeah, yeah, I grew up this and all this other stuff. So, you know, it's one of those random occasions. I'm just very spur of the moment. But I mean, I've been adapting more questions because I don't want to end up in another, you know, Fourth of July type of situation. situation. Yeah. Independence um, Day, Will Smith. Like it's one of movie. those weird shit I should know about. Like, what's your what's your beliefs on like other like holidays and whatnot? Have you ever asked the question? Do you, do you think your father was he a Jehovah Witness? No. He just didn't like 4th of July. So my thing is, I always ask, do you think your father or mother is attractive? That's my first question. Because because it's a big deal, man. Actually, I know somebody right now that is married to someone who's so in love with their mom that they can't get out from under her butt. Like, when you marry someone, you date someone, you want to make sure... We just took, like, a huge turn. I don't know... Um, no, that's a question I ask. That's my huge, pre-qualifying question. I do huge. a pre-qualifying question. So, for example, do you find that... Would you date someone that reminded you of your mother? Uh, or father? You, yeah, that would be it's weird. It's getting really Eugene. Freud that's in bad, here. We're going we're gonna to go there, I guess? I, I am from Alabama, but it's not what you think. Do you want, me to, fir- do you want me to save you? Because the first girl I kissed no, was my I first cousin, you. You but I was on a double date with my That's uncle. That's a hard one. So <laughs> just want to make I'm sure like dreading what he's going to bring up later. Yeah, yeah. This was not on the schedule. <laughs> yeah, it's very on schedule. It's I'm not like, made for I'm this. pretty sure I know that shit. So I have it for anybody. Does anybody else have another pre-qualifying question? Like a pre-qualifying question that you asked to say, I'm, this is your, you know if this person's going to be right or not right. 
Okay. Yes. Come on. Are you? I feel like. I want to know if you're going to try to control me. Religious? Is that a big, (laughs) that's a big deal for you? Being religious? Come on up on stage. Come on up. I need to record it. We can hear her. She doesn't want to. We need to record you. Come here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh. 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 Um, spirituality is a big question that people on the chin. That's what she said. Would you date a guy that wears a pine cone necklace? What is a pine cone necklace? It's that glazed. Depends like, on how big it is. It's like a ooh. We'll talk about it. I'll show you pictures on Etsy later. Um, so what are, what are we doing? All eyes. Yeah, so one of my first questions, I guess, on a day would be like, um, so how religious are you, or spiritual, or, I don't know. Is there a difference between religion and spirituality? Of course. I'm not religious, so I I have issues being around people who are. Me too. That religious, I mean, yeah, you can be, in whatever religion you are, I'm I'm not going to hate you, I just sometimes feel uncomfortable. No. No. You're spiritual? No. You haven't ever went on a date with someone who ended up being like more spiritual than you and was all like yogi no, about I it? No, I really haven't dated that much. Oh. I've just been in relationships. <laughs> Maybe wow. that's the problem. <laughs> Same. Wow. <laughs> that was good. Thank you, Jen. You really brought Thank out you, the mood. Loved you, Jen. You're amazing. Woo. That was good. I've dated it. I've did, and there's no. Let me also just say, no disrespect to anyone who's a different religion, that kind of yeah. thing. I've dated. I've actually, to be honest, I've dated everyone from every religion. And I try to be affirmative action when I date. I like to date of all kinds. Been all over the world. I've dated what? What did you say? I was what? like, did you just say affirmative action? Yeah, there's no bad word with affirmative action. It I means know. yes, we can. That just sounds like I'm going very racist. I'm just going to stop. That was really bad. But I've dated, actually, the best relationship I ever had was with a Muslim woman when I lived in Cape Town, South Africa. And that was one of the best experiences I ever had. Not just because uh, to live in South Africa and to be dating someone who is Muslim, but here's a great dating story. When I was dating her, she taught me how to wait, wait for it, wash my ass. It's amazing. Let me tell you something washing your ass. All of the world, all of the wars in the world are based on people that wash their ass when they use the bathroom and versus those people that don't wash their ass. I, and it's true. See, people say, so, like, let's go all the way back. Crusades. He told me that this joke failed and we didn't. No, it did show. fail, but this is a true story. <laughs> Europeans came and invaded the Middle East, right? Uh, the, right uh, the Crusades, during the Crusades. The Europeans didn't wash their ass, the Middle Easterners did. Okay, there we go. Second thing is, let's do uh, Germany invaded France. France has bidets, Germany doesn't wash your ass. Next thing, Japan invaded Pearl Harbor. Japan. How do we know that Germany doesn't wash their ass? Uh, I lived in Germany, but they have a shit shelf. Has anyone lived in Germany and know about the shit shelf? In their toilets, they have like a little shelf that fits right under their booty. And so to, so they can take fecal samples? No. No, you're no. fucking lying. False. Google it. <laughs> a shit in, shelf? It's a shit shelf. To take samples of your Google own shit. Right yes. It was Is a everyone big... there like a lab tech? Like, why would they want to do that? I don't know, but Google it. Wait, you know what I'm it, talking about. It, Listen, like I know when I look thing? in the, in no, the toilet if I'm healthy or not. I'm like, no, uh, but I need the to problem, drink more water. <laughs> but that's not the problem. The problem of having a shit chef is not the problem. The problem is when you have 
use the shit shower. And the reason, there's two reasons for it. For the sample and also to warm your butt in the winter because it gets really cold. So the, the poop warms your booty. This is really good for coffee. Uh, talk, by the way. But that's not the other those problem. The browns, other problem with the browns. shit shelf is when you try to flush it and you went to the bathroom, it's like a, a ramp. <laughs> so anyway, so those are the things I've learned. I'm just saying dating a Muslim to bring it back. That was just really wrong, bring it together. But that's my dating story. Dating I'm a Muslim, they, they'll clean your So religion you. is not a problem for me. Anybody else have a problem that is not as uh, dating uh, question air that is not dealing with shit shelves and uh, crusades? Like, I know one of you has a weird deal breaker. Yeah. Okay. You got to get up here. I'm up here. Uh, you got to do it. Give it up for Holly Bowen. Holly Bowen. Look at the way her shawl and the is owner, moving in the wind. And the owner of Sheila. Oh, Stunning. So, um, hi, I'm Holly. You come chill with me and like, on a couch. And I am a comedy virgin. Couch. I'm a comedy virgin, I guess you could say. I mean, I've laughed before, but you know, this is my first time up on stage with a mic trying to be funny, so please bear with me. Oh, I can. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I can, I can climb over wires. I've done that once or twice. Okay, hi, everybody. So um, I, I said um, unusual piercings, and so my abnormal, funny dating story has to do with um, an evening that started with body piercings, armed robbery, and the State Bureau of Investigation. What? Interesting. Right. My first boyfriend. Oh, and my parents. So, you know, this is going to be interesting. I'm glad so it was my, the first. I know. He wasn't, yeah. He, and he, he lasted for a while, actually. We were together for about three years. Anyway, Gordon decides he's going to come over and have dinner with my parents for the first time. I'm 16 years old. And we did the things that normal 16-year-olds do, you know. Dry hump. You know, smoke a lot of weed, sneak out and go to raves in the middle of the night and do designer drugs, that kind of thing. Designer you know? drugs. Yes. So, yeah. I still had blocks on my TV. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you didn't go to the drive-in movies? Yes. 16, we were doing pretty well. And but doing LSD. Gordon decides on the night that he's going to meet my parents for dinner... Well, he doesn't live here. It's fine. Or he does, actually. But anyway, he doesn't know I'm here. So um, he decides... We forgot to give the disclaimer to protect people's <laughs> privacy because it's oh. a small town. You're probably in here. Let's, let's call him Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> so decides he's going get to get his tongue pierced that day, right? This was not something that I was exactly excited about. But anyway, so he comes to dinner with my parents. He's rather quiet. We're having dinner. Dad was like, you know, so tell me about school. What's going on? And he's kind of mumbling a little bit. Son, why don't you speak? Tell us about yourself. You know, my, my wife's made this lovely dinner. My mom was a great cook, by the way. So, you know, I mean, she wouldn't say anything, but he damn well better eat the food the first time he's meeting my parents. So finally, along some line somewhere, he sticks out his tongue and shows that he has a tongue ring. Which your dad is, like, totally putting it together. Let's just say that both He's of like, my parents... like, hell no, you're not putting that shit on my... Exactly. Let's just say it was a memorable <laughs> moment. Right. So then dinner's over, everybody so goes home, awkward. it's fine. The next few days, the State Bureau of Investigation is calling his house talking to his parents because apparently there has been an armed robbery in town and he had a very unusual car, a 1978 green Datsun 280Z. We called it the string bean. So it was very unusual. Was it, is that an attractive car? You used it's really... It's actually hot, actually. It's one of those old Why? Ones. It's a string bean, well, though? It, it just sounds gross. It's kind of like curved and dark It reminds green. me of like a skinny dick. 
It, yeah, it could be. Actually, we'll look it up. But 1978 280 is pretty hot. But anyway, so there was Extreme an armed name. robbery with that car. He was the only one in Lumberton. Yes, I'm from Lumberton, North Carolina. Thank you very much. Uh, Lumberton. So he was the only one in town who had one of these cars. So they presumed that because he was the owner of said vehicle and that was the one that was seen at the scene of this armed robbery, that they began harassing him days, days upon it. I mean, talking shit to his mom. And finally, the, 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 the uh, corroborating evidence or witness testimony to let him off the hook was when he finally figured out that the robbery took place at the same night that he was having dinner with my parents. And so alibi. That's so, so smart. Finally, you know, this very crass, ugly, and her, you know, moderately harassing all members of these innocent parties, member of the State Bureau of Investigation, which my father as an attorney could not stand any of them. I mean, he was just ready to sock it to him. So he said, Sir, I will tell you one thing. I know for a fact that, that boy was in my house because do you have any kids? Do you have kids? How many? Do you have a daughter? Yes, you do have a daughter. I will tell you, you will never forget the moment when your daughter's boyfriend shows you his tongue ring. And the call stopped. And the charges were dropped. Like the mic. Thank you. Woo! Yes. Give it up for Holly Bowen and her tongue ring. They never found out that you, like, helped him. That's crazy. Do, do you have a tongue ring fetish now because of that? Because it can't save your life? Okay, good. Give it up for Give it, give it up for Holly. That's right. So, with that being said, I think we're going to go to our next thing, which is what we call Craigslist Misconnections. Yes. So, with Craigslist, do you want to explain what this is? Yeah, so they actually took it off of Craigslist for a little while, which was, like, such a bummer, because when I'm bored at work, I just, like, watch, I go ahead and scroll through and see if anyone's talking about me. Um, but <laughs> I'm like, ooh, girl at Trader Joe's. I'm like, that's got to be me. Uh, it's never me. But, um... <clears throat> Yeah, misconnections is where people can basically reach out to people in the community. Like, say you meet someone in passing, and it's, like, awkward, and you didn't, you didn't make a move, and you're, like, thinking about them, and you're thinking about them. And then you can post it online, and, like, the people who are into that weird shit would know about it. And then they go look to see if, you know, if there's, like, some kind of mutual thing. But a lot of the people on there are, like, those, like, weird people that, you know... Like, come on, let's be for real. It's like back pages, kind of. But for, like, like misconnections. It's kind of like writing on the bathroom wall for a good time, but it's online. It's kind of the same situation. But I will say this about Craigslist misconnection. Have you ever done this, Eugene? Have you ever did a Craigslist misconnection? No, but every morning at 7 o'clock on the radio, I listen to the misconnection. Oh, yeah, on uh, 103 FM. That's right. Give That's the thing? I literally had that idea. Yeah, it was yeah. 103 I'm so mad. If you don't do That's it, right. someone else is going to do it, just yeah, so, so everybody knows. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to play uh -huh. very romantic music and I want to read some of the greatest Craigslist connections that are out there. Maybe you're in the room right now so I want to make sure because we're not making fun of these people. These are people that believe in romance totally. Imagine meeting someone you'll never meet again writing something to someone on a website you don't ever even know if they will look at. So give it up for Craigslist misconnections. This is for Silva. <laughs> Anybody from Silva in here? Silva? <laughs> it sounds like church. Sounds like a fucking altar call. This Everybody is, is welcome. Please come up. <laughs> hot tub church, people. Hot tub church. 
Yes, have you been saying? I backslid into my jokes. So this is for the couple I spoke to. This is maybe from Hot Tub Church. We'll see. We talked about all three of us getting together to hang out some afternoon. You and she were both into me. And with your relaxed (laughs) attitude, I thought we could get along. That's it. That was, like, really genuine for misconnections. She really believes, or he, I don't know if it's he, she, doesn't matter, but she really believes that they're going to contact. There's the QR code if anybody wants to contact. That's hilarious. You were really making dreams come true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is for Nashville. (laughs) Nashville. This one's called Winter Blues. Winter Blues. I'm crying. This music is really, like, getting to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the point. That's the point. I'm like, are you guys moved? Because, like, I feel kind of moved. Okay, here we go. Okay. When we used to be, there's a hole I find myself constantly walking around in the daytime and fall into it at night. I smiled at the thought of you cussing the snow. I hope you made it somewhere south. Oh, that is kind of sad. Fuck, did you read through these first? You're kidding me. Yes, of course I read through them. Are you sad? It's upset. I'm like tearing up a little bit. Okay, here's the last one. Here's the last one for the night. This is a pretty good one. This is not even, it's in Asheville, and it's called, entitled, I'm Choking on Whiskey. Same. And this is a sad one. Get ready. You know, I really did love you. I miss you, and it's stupid. But at least you're happy. Give it up for Craigslist Misconnection. Give it up for Craigslist Misconnections. Wow, that, woo. Wow. (laughs) These people are emotional. I know. I was like, do you need a diary? Like. (laughs) So we have a second premise tonight. Second premise tonight. The second premise for the next group of dating stories is basically where do you go here in Asheville other than online to scope out new dates? Where do you go to scope out new dates? So, Black Swan, where do you go to scope out new dates? The Ox Bar? Is that what you said? Oh, I thought that's what you said. What about you? <laughs> what would you say? I honestly say that this, I've like, you know, it's like the same people in every place, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you don't have a go-to place? Whole to foods. pick up dudes? Whole Foods, for sure. Whole Foods? I'm in there. I, like, go there for my morning coffee, and I know that any guy that's getting his coffee has, like, a stable job. He's like... I'm on my way to work. <laughs> I how love you, that. How about you, Eugene? Where do you go for your, for your, uh, you got a scope? Not online, but like in physical. Well, I mean, I actually have no, absolutely no life. Um, so I stay at home. But if I want to, you know, creep out, I'll go to TJ Maxx. I mean, I'm always there at TJ Maxx. So I might as well scope out the, the hot scene there. <laughs> the hot thoughts. Have you ever hooked up with somebody at TJ Maxx? No. Never. We'll bleep that out, by the way. Never? You don't no. date where you work and you don't eat with your shit? No. Okay, yeah. there we go. Except kind if you're those, in prison. I was in prison. I had they, to do that. So they may I've seen the people that work there. There's no one good anyway. Yeah. That work there? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of hot. He's well, cool. I'm talking for you to date. Duh. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to say that. Those are my coworkers. They make revolutions. I, I think two people, I think you're missing two amazing places. <sighs> I think the number one place that everyone Asheville goes is first Trader Joe's. I mean, if we go to Trader Joe's hook up, yeah, that's right. That's right. And Don't this, you always feel like the staff are like flirting with you? I'm like, are we friends? Do you want to hang out later? <laughs> like, because I do like the whole loop. Like, I'm like post workout, I'm like sample station, coffee. And they're like, hey, Haley, haven't seen you in a while. And I like, 
do my little dance with them, and then I go see Josh. He's like this big dude. Oh, I should be protecting his identity. His name. His name is not Josh. His name is not Josh. I was just his kidding. Name is Adam, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Does not what he looks like. But I, I have another place that I think is one of the hottest places in Asheville, and you may not know this place, but let me tell you something. It is like. And here's, here's my relationship to it. I'm going to lose a lot of the millennials when I say this. Back in the day, before September 11th, the hottest place to hook up with people was at the airport. And the reason being is you used to could go all the way what? to the gate at the airport. Remember this? You'd wait at the gate for the people to come, and you would make out. You would dry hump. What? The airport used to be I've the I've never hot... heard of that in my life. Every time. <laughs> I exactly. go in there, and I'm like, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to get sick. You weren't get... born at the time. That's why it was that. It was like 1988, 1989. You were born in? 89. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Hey, I'm almost fucking 30. But just as close, okay, you had me there. But let me just say, so close to that, if you can't do that anymore, you know where the new hottest place is? The Plasma Donation Center here in Asheville. What? Never. I mean, no. no. I was just thinking about it. I'm like, only if they like go half on you with that $40. Let me tell you. you $40. No, no, no. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I'm going to show you how hot this place is. Watch this. Snap. I gave oh, today. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There's some hot women. There's nothing like a woman sticking you, you in the arm. Because you want to know why you get rid of seven. Taking my your friend, blood. It's hot. My friend got, donates blood to get rid of calories. And then she's like, and then I spend the money on clothes. <laughs> I tell you, though, so if you funny. don't know. And you know what's even sexier about it? You get paid afterward. Yeah, that's, that's right. what I'm saying. Like $40. So, you get to flirt. They can't do anything because they got a thing in your vein. They have to be polite, and you can have I a conversation. I would never go to the blood so, clinic to yes. like Is find it the people anybody that work ever. There that you're attracted to. Like, or oh the yeah, I'm not attracted to the people giving blood. Fuck them. Say, I'm, I'm talking about the nurses. I've met in my life. Yeah, I'm like, hey, do you come here often? I'm not going to say that to the person giving blood. You're like flexing your vein for them. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's pretty hot though. It's y'all awful. might, y'all might no. disrespect my place to hook up, but you know what? That's great because it's now my place. None of you will be interfering. Oh my god, it's all mine. Definitely not. It's all hot until they stick you five times in the arm because they can't <laughs> find your vein. <laughs> And also, they take your blood. <laughs> it's also a free health check, by the way, so you can make sure you don't have STDs. I like when so they give you like a little like crackers and like granola and stuff to like get you through you it, like a little Capri it. Sun. Yeah, yeah. I so, sometimes get a sticker. So, anybody else? Is there any place that anyone's ever met someone before that is a very unusual place to meet someone? A story. If one remember, of you guys we got prizes. We're giving here, away I'm here. So pissed. <laughs> I'm glad you're really present in the uh, the show. I really appreciate that. No, the question is, what? no, I appreciate. It. No, the have you? Uh, what is the craziest place you've ever met someone before? Like hooked uh, hooked up, or the place that you would go to? Guy in no. the back with a blue shirt. Yeah. Come on up. You gotta come on. Come on up. Woo! Let's give it up give for it up. this random Woo! guy in the blue shirt. What's your name? Jim. Give it up for Jim. Hi. Hey, I'm Jim. Uh, craziest place I ever met somebody was actually on a marathon, or the half marathon in Asheville. That's It was hot. about eight miles in, and I'd basically been following this woman, basically just looking at the back of her forehead so that I can just keep pace with her. And eventually she was, like, just tiring out, back and we ended up forehead. just running side by side. And about a mile in before we finished, we decided just to get coffee and to get uh, massages afterwards because half that. That, yeah. And, uh, That's good. yeah, it just went on from there. It didn't Ooh. last very long, but, I mean, it was great for what it was. Why, you didn't get the, you didn't get the number? 
What? You didn't oh, no, we dated for like maybe two weeks, give or take. Oh, what? two weeks? I mean... Wow. A Eugene relationship. Tell it like making. what was what was the funeral like of that relationship? <laughs> no, it just it basically just fizzled out. We had nothing in common other other than You like to suffer, run? Oh, how suffering awkward. Suffering through a run together. That was pretty much how it. How awkward. I mean, cuz runner personalities, let's be real. They're a little type A, aren't they? Like I had these Okay, so there's just running and the, and I used to live off of Merriman and I remember I had this hill right by my house and all of a sudden at like 4 in the morning there was just, I was just waking up to these women going, yes, get it, you can do it. And I look outside, and it's like a bunch of women running up and down the hill. And so, like, I knew they wouldn't have compassion for me, so I lied and said, you're waking up my children, and they never came back. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to pretend like you have kids, because, like, that's, like, relatable. Yeah. Give it up you know? for Jim, by the way. <laughs> Give it up for Jim. Thank you, Jim. You know, actually, speaking of running, though, one of the hottest situations, I have to agree with him. I used to live in Colorado Springs near the Olympic Training Center, and all the Olympic athletes would would run past my house. And I used to jog. And also the amputees would, you know, they would be jogging and running around. The hottest woman I've ever seen is a woman that had no legs, and she was running with her dog. And I was so, she was amazing. She was killing it, too. Did she have, like, little paperclip legs? She had the South Africa, you know, the um, Pretorius, the guy that murdered his wife, or his girlfriend on Valentine's Day. You know who I'm talking about? What? No, that's a cultural, you know what I'm talking about, Pretorius. little things? Yeah, yeah. I love But anyway. I'm talking about the paperclip ones. Yeah, it's paperclips. The ones that, like, bend out? Yeah, they look, they look like tongs. Those are so cool. But they're really fast. Anyway, that's not the issue. The issue was I was trying to keep up with her, and she was so fast. She's an Olympic Duh, athlete. Duh, she's a fucking bionic woman. Yes. Of course Girl. she's going to be faster than but you. I was, I, so I got up beside her, <laughs> and I was totally out of shape, because look at this body. This is a temple of sewage. I don't know. It's just not a really good temple. So I'm running up, and I'm totally out of breath, and I'm trying to hit on her. And I'm, and I'm like, and the only thing I could think of was, the Shriners helped me when I was a kid. That's what I tried to work, because I had a club foot when I was a kid. But all I said was, the Shriners helped me when I was a kid. And then she just ran off. Oh, that's so awkward when you try to bond, and then they just don't get it. But I went, like through a, I went through a couple of month phase of amputees. Really started turning me on for a long period of time. Have you ever had a crush on amputees? No. Is that just me? Am I the only that. one talking shit crazy? Are you just shit? being, like, weird on purpose, or, like... This is why I'm single. Like... This is why I run this show. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Anybody oh. else? Any other place that you've... I mean, you can't get worse than trying to hook up with an amputee. In Colorado Springs. You got a story? Bring it up. Come on up. What's your name? What? Daniel. Daniel. Give it up for Daniel. Welcome, Daniel. Gracias. I sound country when I say that. Welcome, Daniel. (laughs) Welcome, Daniel. I'm a northerner, everyone. Don't worry. All right. Well, it's it's probably something a little bit more conventional than um, finding somebody during a marathon or something like that. But the whole story, looking back on it, it's, it's kind of funny to look at. A little sleazy, but... You know, it is what it is. Don't judge. I know you've all been there. Right. <laughs> Every one of you are some fucking sleazeballs. Look at you little sluts out there in the audience. Yeah, I know, right? If you're, like, so, remotely attractive, you fucked till you realize that you needed to have preference. You know what I mean? Dang, so I can't remember hard. what holiday it was, if it was like Labor Day weekend or Memorial Day weekend yeah. or, or what it was. But it, uh, Who cares? Out, it's debaucherous. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> right. I go out to this bar on a Sunday and it's, it's got to be like, I don't know, like 1 o'clock, 1.30. People are getting out of church and everything. But there's this one bar down the street in South Florida. And every Sunday, 
they just had their massive party just playing it's songs. It's South that, Florida, guys. That it's nine, like 1997 to 2001 were kind of like the songs that they played. So you'd walk in and they'd be like playing like Bon Jovi, Backstreet Boys, Juvenile, all of that stuff. Wait, what year is this? Were they playing that? This was, what was it, like 2012, something like that? Okay. And so keep in mind, the place's tagline is Bitches Love Brunch. And so, anyhow, that's what it says on the wristbands. That's what the serving staff are wearing on the back of their shirts and everything. So, my friends and I, like, we're Bitches making our way in. Brunch. It's a crowded bar and everything. The music's rocking and everything. So, we're making our way through the crowd, make eye contact with this lovely young lady who happened to be a teacher. Uh, I think, like, an elementary or middle school teacher. Oh, so she was, like, gentle. Um, Sure. She was like nurturing. All I've got to say is every teacher that I've met is a fucking freak. And if you're a teacher out there, don't try to act like you're not. Because even the European ones, even more so, it doesn't matter. American continent, European continent, they all have that one thing in common. But anyhow, long story short, invites us over so that we can get a a drink from the bar and everything. Mm -hmm. Make space for us. Anyhow, I start making conversation. We're kind of like dancing in place and everything, flirting along. Next thing you know, she's getting a little bit handsy and whatnot. And we're we're also in a place where eleven dollars got you all you can drink. Eleven dollars. Eleven dollars. Eleven dollars. All you can drink. Where's it at? It's in West Palm Beach. Oh my God! No wonder. <laughs> No so anyhow, wonder. like she's she's got to get a little handsy. I already thought that she was attractive. We're having a good time. I tell her to watch out where she's where she's going with that. If she's which not... sounds kind of scary. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> well, you better recognize. You're like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, don't start something you can't finish. <laughs> and so anyhow, as soon as I say that, she just basically kind of like bows up a bit, grabs my hand, and drags me over to the bathroom, right? She walks in, and I stay outside of the door. Like, I'm just like, is this really going on right now? Next thing I know, she opens the door, drags me back in. This is not a single stall. This is one where, like, all of the other ladies can go in as well. We so go everyone in. just thought they were doing coke in there, really, is, like, what was going on. But because, so, you know. We go into the handicap stall because, of course, you need room and everything like that. It just so happens that it's a stall that's closest to the sink as well. So Why would you pick this... that stall? Don't I you know about pick... bathroom etiquette? Because you need room. You have to space your shit out. <laughs> no, you should but... be the, in the corner in the handicap stall. Yeah. Well, there the wasn't a corner stall handicap stall. This was the only handicap stall. And it's on the left-hand side? Isn't the handicap stall no, always on the right? No, it's actually on the right-hand right? side, but the sinks were on the left-hand side. Weird. So. What a weird layout. Terrible uh, idea. It's Florida. Talk about floor plans, guys. So anyhow, you know... That's a good point. The toilet's so dirty. Like, you don't want to, like, hang out over there or anything like that. So there's a sink, right? So anyhow, so you're using the sink, and there's an automatic soap dispenser, one of those that, like, you can kind of, like, Just pass keep squirting out foam underneath. in your hand. You're like, yeah, is so that whole, even soap? So the whole Let's time, there's, like, there's some bumping and grooving yeah. going on, and the soap dispenser is going, like, <laughs> just over and over the whole time, just, like, dripping down the shoulder, getting over the shirt and everything. <laughs> Business gets done. She, like, runs out of there. My friends see her venture out, and they see all these stains all over her shirt. But and it's everything. the stove. <laughs> so when I make my way out there, just like, oh, my God, like, what in the world did you do to this person? I was like, no, 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 you don't even understand. So anyhow, so we keep on going. 
dead And we go to the next arrival. party, which is this rooftop party. We find a splatchlorette party, my friend and I, my roommate and I, and we start dancing with them and everything. Now, keep in mind, at this point, there's a lot of drinks that I've been to have. I've got this necklace. I took a black uh, napkin, and I've twisted it up like a little bow tie, and I've wrapped it around my necklace, so it looks what like I'm wearing a bow tie. What the fuck? Yeah, you know, I'm trying to be charismatic and everything. You know, <laughs> alcohol, smart decisions. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I saw a dude try to hit on me with, like, a napkin bow tie, I would, like, not... I, w- I would demolish you. Like, I'd be like... <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, mm-hmm. Slay me, Daddy! And then, like, I light it on fire and be like, "Oh!" <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sure it was very darling. How did that, you? That almost could be considered like uh, what do you what call it? Not like um, no, like a hate crime. Lighting somebody's like garment on fire and everything, like a hate crime. You know, yeah. Whoa! This is a white person talking to another white person, right? Actually, I'm Mexican. <laughs> Wait. Here for it. What? So, <laughs> what? Don't you try to stereotype me that way. Don't. But anyhow, Listen, so we're, we're like look dancing with them and everything. And next thing I know, they're just like, oh my God, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's him. And I'm just like, it's me. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. They pull out their cell phone. Apparently, they took a picture of my feet from underneath the stalls with their other feet, like kind of like hanging off the ground. And I'm trying to play it off. I'm just like, no, nah, man, like, these are gray vans. Like, how many people do you think are running around with gray vans around here? A whole bunch of them. Then this other third party walks over. He takes a look at the picture, and he just goes, like, nah, bro, them are your shoes, and those are your shorts down by your ankles. <laughs> and something like that. Got exposed. <laughs> Woo! Went in Florida. Give it up for Mr. Clean, people, Mr. Clean. Give it up for Mr. Clean. How do you feel about that? Bitches love brunch. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.